0: Welcome everyone to the very first RaceSpec Esports Podcast. Today we talk about Hungary, the mid-season break, and the first two races of the regional RaceSpec Esports Series. So it's another warm welcome to everyone listening to the first ever RaceSpec Esports Podcast. I'm your host Matt, and I have with me the creator of RaceSpec Esports, Plevs. How are you going, Plevs?
1: Yeah, really well, Matt. Thank you for having, having me on.
0: No, it's really exciting to get this podcast going, and um, the league's really taking off all around the world and in Australia, which is great to see. Uh, with this podcast, what we're going to do is talk about F1, because that's what we're passionate about. We'll cover off on the last race, and then we'll talk a bit more about um, the race spec esports, and we'll go from there. Sound good? Sounds great to me. All right, so the last race we watched was uh, Hungary. Um, a tight circuit, not... Too many places to pass, but overall, I felt it was a pretty good race. What did you think?
1: Yeah, it was definitely one of the better ones. Um, I think that's like three or four pretty good races in a row now. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it's definitely seems like the races are getting better as as the season goes on. Some of them were a bit boring earlier on in the season, but yeah, Hungary was, um, it was good. It was good to see some gambles taken by some of the teams, um, and that gamble at the at the end of Pitt Hamilton by Mercedes paid off. So credit to them, I guess.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, I even saw some people saying that that last race was boring and uh, I was staggered by that because maybe, maybe they had too much of a good thing. And then when you do get a, a mm. good race like that, they suddenly think <laughs> that they all should be like uh, Germany and just chaos everywhere. Whereas it was a really intriguing battle yeah. and, and it had me on the edge of my seat the whole race just sort of wondering what was gonna happen.
1: Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, it was um, yeah, there was always something happening in that race, so it definitely wasn't boring. But I guess maybe after Germany after how I think that's six or seven safety cars in that race, so yeah, maybe. After that one it seemed a little boring, but it was still it was still a, um a great race and um some pretty good battling all the way through. Pretty hard to overtake at Hungary, um so yeah, it was a, a lot of lot of strategy in the race as well, I guess so yeah, um like yeah. maybe maybe some people find the strategy element a bit more boring than you know overtakes and whatnot but yeah it's part of the sport for sure so yeah yeah saying make that it less exciting.
0: saying that we had some pretty good wheel to wheel racing around those first four or five corners especially i mean the toro rosso's showed Haas yeah. how not to crash into each other yeah, while while racing so there was some,
1: some yeah, good action yeah absolutely yeah those guys are doing really well the toro rosso guys so uh, Williams as well. I think um George Russell had a really good good weekend, uh, qualifying. Nearly got it out of Q, Q1, which is um pretty impressive. I think that shocked a lot of people. Yeah. And then again was pretty strong in the race. Um so yeah, it was a uh, it was a good weekend for Williams. Probably not a great weekend for Ferrari though.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll start at the top. We'll go we'll go the the Max and Hamilton race and and the strategy behind mm. that did you when hamilton came
1: in uh, did you think that was the right thing to do at the time oh um actually didn't i i no i didn't i i thought the hard tires would last the distance and wouldn't wouldn't fall away as badly as they did for max um at the end of the race um i could see i could see why mercedes would take that gamble that yeah they had they had a pit stop to uh, third place, so he wouldn't lose a position, and he was struggling to get around him um, around Max. That is, so yeah, it was it was a pretty good gamble. But yeah, Red Red Bull obviously couldn't react. Um, even if Max had pitted the lap after Hamilton, that he would have uh, come out second. So they had really no choice but to stay out either. So um, yeah, it was it was pretty intriguing the last however many laps um, after that the Hamilton uh, pitted when he chased, chased him down but I think he got him pretty easily in the end with three laps to go so yeah I was um,
0: yeah. Um, I, I was like you I thought oh, that that's not the right move there but in hindsight mm. and thinking back uh, maybe that they had a bit of information that Red Bull didn't in, in that Bottas went to the hards on the first lap after hitting Leclerc mm. and he could tell that th- those tyres weren't going to last so Having that information from from Bodas being on the hards, I think helped them to make that decision. And they just knew that they were going to get him with four or five left. So, yeah, yeah, it, information's point. key, I guess, is king.
1: Yeah, well, they are always saying on like the broadcast or whatever that they've got like a thousand people back at the their base, kind of thing, looking at data and all kinds of things. So, yeah, um, I guess that's where the races won and lost um, sometimes, and that's uh, how they won it. Yeah, I think that was definitely more of a team win than a than a drive win. Even though Hamilton kind of still had to chase him down and make the pass, but easy for him to do that in the end. I I feel like so.
0: Yeah, well, he just he sort of had to in the end. And Red Bull had no real strategy options that they could take once once Hamilton pitted. That was it. They had to go to the end because they just lost so mm. much time yeah. on that first second lap. So um, I kind of feel sorry for them that they they boxed themselves into a corner and then didn't didn't have any moves left to make i guess
1: yeah true yeah do you think maybe they could have pitted max a little even though cuz max went on the soft tire right at the end to get the fastest lap after he got past mm. do you think he could have um do you think they could have pitted him maybe 10 laps from the end on those on those softs knowing that hamilton would have caught would catch him and pass him and maybe make more of it or...
0: Yeah, tough decision. It's like, track position's key and, yeah, I guess they didn't really know when those hards were going to fall off. And when they did fall off, they they fell off really bad, like five seconds, six seconds a lap. It was crazy. So maybe they were just hoping they they wouldn't fall off and and they could maybe block him or get around to the end. Yeah, really, really hard to make that call. I mean, if you're effectively giving up the lead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. move on to some some other teams. Um, we'll go to McLaren. Uh, they had an outstanding weekend, I thought.
1: Yeah, another outstanding weekend. Um, two in a row for him. I think Science has finished fifth, like three times, maybe. Yeah, he's, this season. He's been he's twice in a row or something.
0: Yeah, something yeah, like fifth, been, um, sixth, seventh, and fifth. Like probably not in that order, but right up in the points. Mm-hmm. Uh, the smooth operator that he is at the moment.
1: Yeah. I, I saw the um, standings briefly the other day, and he's he's actually really close to um, Gasly. He's only like I think he's within five or six points of Gasly, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, in the driver standings. So yeah, they don't show much of the McLaren cars, especially silence in in the race. I think that's just because they're so comfortable in like where they are on track. They yeah. kind of at the moment they're they easily are. that fourth that team, running.
0: aren't they? There's no one. Oh. Yeah, coming from the behind, yeah. but they can't quite catch the Red Bull. Uh, even Gasly, who seems to be really slow in that Red Bull, he can't handle that car at all. It's really struggling. Mm.
1: Yeah, no, very good week- weekend for them. Probably less so for Renault, um, oh, if Renault. you want to talk about them. But, yeah, they Renault. kind of... I feel like that race really sums up their season so far. Like, both cars finishing outside the points, not really Yeah, challenging for the points um, at all. So, yeah, well, it not was, great for them so far. Yeah,
0: it's a team mistake to put Ricardo out where he was to qualify. So you can't blame Ricardo too much for that. He he's he kind of made the decision. Oh, I've got to go for it here. I'm going to get out qualified anyway, or be stuck behind Perez. So they shouldn't yeah. just go out a minute earlier, guys. I mean, it's crazy some of the decisions they make. And then I read on a couple of days ago that Renault have admitted that Hulkenberg was stuck in safe mode for the entire race. He mm-hmm. had no power. Yeah. He's just stuck in safe mode, and they couldn't get him out of it. So, that's Renault's entire season right there, stuck in safe mode. Yeah, exactly. It's probably yeah, their slogan.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but they promised promised uh, Ricardo much more than that for sure. So, he's probably one driver that's pretty frustrated with how the season's going so far, and they're really nowhere near McLaren who are uh, of course using their um, power unit
0: <laughs> and yeah, well...
1: making fourth place look pretty easy at the moment uh, as far as teams go so yeah. yeah that must be it's
0: pretty embarrassing for them really that's easily the most yeah embarrassing part of it is that mclaren are going so well i mean it's clearly the the engine's not bad like it's not good but it's not bad and the chassis on the renault must be just woeful for mclaren just to have mm-hmm. passed them so easily mm-hmm. so i've also got written down here uh haas but magnuson was interesting in how he was racing against, against Ricardo with the, the, do you think he was moving too much under brakes or is that just fair racing, hard racing?
1: Um, look, initially I, I feel like there was a couple of laps where he he moved really, really late and kind of there were, was, was two movements. Like I feel like when he was moving off the racing line to, to the right to cover the inside line, into turn one, um, to cover off Ricardo, like he was kind of making a first and second movement, but it was all kind of a fluid, like a dummy movement and then a real movement. I don't know how to really explain it, but I saw a lot of mixed opinion with, with that online and people, most people seem to think it was okay, but, uh, Ricardo wasn't very impressed. I think he gave him the finger after the race or something. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, he, he mentioned that he was, he wanted to go and, uh, have a chat to him and uh, a few other people sort of said, look, just mm. maybe give it a, give it 24 hours and calm down first. But I mean, considering yeah, Ricardo's yeah. such a good wheel to wheel racer and just, that was really bothering him. Um, it felt like Magnussen was mm. probably skirting on the edges of, of getting himself in trouble. Um, I think
1: so. And well, the, I mean, the stewards didn't look at it at all. Did it well? Like it wasn't even kind of reported or anything. It was, no, yeah, it was just, just a non incident, but, yeah, well, Magnussen's obviously notoriously hard to pass. They probably one of the most hard, like one of the hardest drivers to pass on the grid for sure. So yeah, no surprise he put up um, that much of a fight. But thing is, it wasn't. I think it was for P P thirteen or P twelve. Yeah. So you know, nothing really gained by getting that position anyway for Ricardo. So.
0: Yeah, and that. Well, the no thing was there. that a couple days before Lando just breezed past him. So. I don't know if it's yeah, a Magnus exactly. and Ricciardo thing or Lando just outraced him. I'm not sure, but yeah, it was interesting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's maybe the difference between the two cars at the moment. Yeah, you're right. And of course, ha- Haas have that, well, the straight line speed at the Ferrari engine apparently gives, gives the car an advantage, I guess, supposedly anyway. Yeah, well... Bridging
0: across from Haas, we've also got Williams, who we mentioned before, they had an outstanding weekend in the development of their car. To be challenging to get into to Q2 um, is more than I think they could have hoped for. And then I watched the onboard today of uh, Russell's first lap, and he just went straight past the Haas like it wasn't even there, and made up two or three places. It was just a great first lap, and I guess it's just great for them to be to be racing again after seven weeks of not really racing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. I I don't think. Well, I felt like it's kind of it was unexpected. Like I didn't hear anything about them bringing bringing a lot of upgrades to to the race or anything. And and I kind of thought that Hungary wouldn't suit their car at all. Like it's a definitely a chassis and aero track more than a power sensitive one. When mm. they're like obviously they're, they have the Mercedes Mercedes power, which is probably their strength or advantage if you like yeah i guess with busy circuits like monaco and hungary so there's a there's more of an element of the driver as well and i think george russell just had a really good weekend and yeah showed showed his um that he's a classy young driver i guess and yeah did really well whereas i guess kubica is the other other end of the spectrum and he was more true to form to what their season's been like so far
0: yeah I feel like Kibitza, they just they have him because they know he'll get the car around the track without damaging it, and he'll just put in lap after lap that they can use for telemetry and things like that. He's not really there to showcase his driving skill; he's just a safe pair of hands, if mm. that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. First season back though, I don't know. Can you see him staying another season or longer, or Nah, he won't be there. Do you next think he's a one?
0: Of... Yeah, no, he I won't agree. Be there next year. Russell, Russell's russell got a two-year contract. He'll be there next year. And then I'm not sure who they'll get to put in that in that car next to him, but hopefully by the end of the year, they're starting to move up and next year looks really, really promising and they can move on from there. I know they brought heaps of upgrades and they were talking about their upgrades for Germany, but it might be the case that we didn't get to see the upgrades because of how chaotic that entire that right, weekend yeah. was. Even Yeah, true. Even yeah. qualifying and practice was, you know uh really just chaos just switching tires all the time things like that so they might have just been holding it back for for this race and then yeah it'll be interesting when we come back from the summer break on those faster circuits that will suit ferrari a lot more and maybe the williams and how fast they are in a straight line and if it's, mm. if, if it's another improvement or not
1: yeah it will be interesting to see for sure
0: so halfway through the season now and you know it's only our first podcast so we haven't done many race analysis Uh, overall the season's sort of been it's halfway through but it's been two parts i mean the first half was a bit boring um we had a couple of really good races but then we had a couple of really dull ones the french one was probably an over exaggeration in hindsight by everyone saying that F one is boring at the moment but how do you do you have Mm. a a small summary of, of the first half of the year
1: um yeah i feel like what you just said is pretty accurate yeah i i, I feel like it was kind of yeah it was a bit timid at, at the start and i think with with teams developing their cars a bit more um as the season goes on getting getting more competitive and racy maybe the drivers getting used to the cars or the changes in the cars um from um, because of the new regulations as well i don't know if that is a factor but yeah it, i guess it's uh and maybe the tracks has, has a lot to do with it as well. We had, had some um, better races that actually like better tracks for the cars, I think, recently. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the more Germanys and Hungries we have compared to, I don't know, was that really, really boring race? I can't remember. What was it? Uh, Paul Ricard in France. Yeah. It's um, just, well, you can... The last lap was exciting, you know, that one. But yeah, for the most part, that one was great, I guess.
0: Yeah. And I actually felt uh, Austria was was my favorite race this year in terms of pure racing, yeah. Because uh, Germany was exciting, but it, that's because it just it was crazy. Like Max did four pit stops or something before he won the race. Whereas Austria was that was really exciting. Uh, the Mercedes went up to scratch that weekend, and the Leclerc Verstappen battle was just fantastic. I felt.
1: Yeah. Well, what did you think about the? Um the uh well max not getting a penalty or um at the end do you think that was fair enough or do you think yeah pushed thought... Leclerc off a bit or... yeah
0: no i think that was that was fair enough that wasn't really a penalty like Leclerc has to um take some responsibility for that one i mean he left the door mm-hmm. wide open he didn't defend that corner properly at all and if you're gonna do that i guess you're gonna get pushed off especially after the the previous one, Verstappen was probably thinking, if I don't push him off here, he's just gonna come back down the straight, and we're gonna do this dance another two or three laps, and he couldn't really afford to do that. Uh, whether that makes it allowable or not, I don't, I don't know. But when at the first time when I saw it, I thought,
1: nah, that that's fair. I mean, it's
0: tough, but it's fair.
1: Yeah, yeah I agree. I think, I think it was a lap or two earlier. He Max made the same move not quite as uh maybe as aggressively and they kind of went side by side on the exit of that corner yeah and um leclerc was able to keep the position but then you know i would have thought charles would learn that lesson but he didn't he just left the door open so uh, yeah i think i think it's all fair enough and max had a racing line so yeah pretty fair racing but it did come after the um the Canada incident with Vettel, and that was a very contentious one. A lot of people pretty upset with that penalty, yeah. But I don't know, that's that could that's one that probably could could have gone either way, and it went went um Hamilton's way,
0: yeah. That, that was that was sort of 50 50 as well, wasn't it? I mean, I kind of feel like that was a mistake by Vettel and it should have been punished, mm. and it wasn't punished, like it was by the, the stewards in the end, but. On the track, it wasn't really punished, if you know what mm. I mean. Whereas um, Leclerc made a mistake or he was a bit naive in letting Verstappen back in and then it was sort of wheel to wheel and he got he got pushed off the track. Whereas Vettel just made a huge blunder, went straight across the corner um, and then didn't really lose position because of that when he, he probably should have lost the position.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair enough.
0: We haven't talked about Ferrari. We didn't really talk about their race in Hungary. Their year for me has been... Just a uh, abysmal. Like they're having a they're having a shocker. Um, their only bright light really is how good of a how much speed Charles Leclerc has in the car. Mm. Um, but other than that, I mean, they've made like don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Mercedes aren't amazing because they have been amazing this season. But they've made them look even more amazing with some of the stuff that's been going on at Ferrari.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely agree with that. Um, the race pace just seems to be. Nowhere near, you. like, their they're one lap pace in qualifying isn't that far off Mercedes, and sometimes they're even ahead of them. I think they've got some poles, like they got pole at Bahrain, and where did Vettel get pole? Canada. Canada, um, yeah. Maybe Maybe another one in, in there as well, but their race pace, apart from maybe Canada, was pretty good there, where Vettel made the mistake. But, yeah, race pace at Hungary, I think they were, like, 50 seconds behind at the end or something. It's crazy, but yeah, their their team. I feel like they've been pretty suspect on, on strategy for a good two or three seasons now. Yeah. But they never really seemed to. Well, I can't remember the last time that I, I thought, oh, that's a really good strategy call by Ferrari. Like, no, nah, not at not all. There's happens.
0: there's been no Ferrari um, master strokes for a long time now. But saying that they should have they should have won a couple of races at least. Um Leclerc breaking breaking yeah. down was tragic. And yeah, then exactly. they should have had uh, uh Baku as well, but he he just I don't even know what he was doing when he crashed into the wall on his on his in lap, I think. Uh, he should have had pole. He was way faster than everyone else in he just stuffed that yeah uh, it's just the mistakes yeah. and they're the mistakes that Mercedes don't seem to make I and mean, they had a shocker in Germany mm. but you know that's an outlier uh, Ferrari continuously make mistakes whereas Mercedes continuously never make a mistake and I feel like that about Red Bull as well they rarely make a mistake and their strategy is always on point they just didn't quite have the car at the start of the year and and last year uh, but it seems to be coming good now especially with that Honda in inside
1: yeah, I, it's, it was similar last year, whereas um, where they were really strong at the end of the end of last season, um, I remember. Despite Ricardo having heaps of DNS, Max, Max seemed to be really competitive. Yep. Back end of last year, it seems like that's happened a bit earlier this season. Max won, Max has won two of the last three or four races, I think, and yep. has three three wins this year already. So pretty good and yeah also good signs for honda so yeah i think that i think they've done pretty well so far it's it's really a shame that gasly's been so bad to be honest yeah not yeah. even finishing above mclaren's or renault's sometimes as well which is just like it's crazy really he just um, can't handle that car and
0: i i was thinking about it the other day where uh, ricardo mentioned that the red bull is you know it's hard to handle uh, it's a bit different from the other cars and, and that might be saying something about Ricardo in Renault as well where he's so used mm. to driving this car that likes to dance around the track is, can be a little bit hard to handle but can you know, give you crazy good braking into a corner to, to overtake and then he's in this Renault which probably feels like a tugboat to him and he can't do what he could do in the Red Bull and now Gasly is yeah. in this car that he, he just can't handle because it's, it's it's miles ahead of a Toro Rosso and he just can't race it. So uh, I feel sorry for him, but at the same time, if you're going to step up into that level, you've got to be able to handle that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think they're going to stick with him. They've, they keep dismissing claims that they, they'll switch drivers or let him go or whatever. Um, I don't think that's on the card. So it'll be interesting to see if he does get a second season though um, or whether they push... A Kvyat or even an Albon, I'd say it'd have to be a Kvyat. He's had a pretty good year so far, so if he keeps that up, but yeah, it'd be interesting. So it's a big second half of the season for Gasly. If there's any, if there's anyone who sits under 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 question or he's under pressure, I think it's probably him, like going into the second half of the season. So
0: yeah probably yeah. himself and... have we
1: talked about all the teams yeah <laughs>
0: yeah just about just about i mean bodas is mm-hmm. under pressure as well
1: yeah that's true it's tough he's had some big crashes he,
0: Just and they're so keen on mm. ocon um it'll just depend whether they put him in a mercedes or they put him back in a, a feeder team and then grab him again maybe the season afterwards But I feel if Ocon doesn't get in the Mercedes next year, George Russell might take his spot and he might get stuck never racing in a Mercedes.
1: Yeah, that could happen. I mean, if Kubica doesn't get uh, another year at Williams, we might see Russell and Ocon at Williams. um, Yeah, true. Possibly. True.
0: And that would be be a straight fight for the seat, I guess. Who, who's better? Yeah,
1: possibly. I mean, yeah, if they if they really wanted to test it, who who's ready to step up to the um, Mercedes team if one of Hamilton or Bottas left, then, yeah, that's probably the best way to do it. But, yeah, Williams are obviously still their own team. So we'll have to wait and see. I, I, it hasn't been too many silly season rumours so far. Actually, I saw or heard one about the Red Bull boss, Christian Horner. Sorry, I Oh, oh the team principal, anything.
0: yeah, Christian Horner, yeah.
1: Yeah, team principal, sorry, not the boss, but yeah, he may be going to Ferrari, but yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not oh, sure I don't know one. that yeah. one,
0: that's interesting.
1: Mm. Anyway, but uh, yeah, we won't go there. Yeah,
0: we'll, <laughs> we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap up the Formula One talk there. We'll move on to the um, esports. Um, so you've started Race Spec Esports. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it and um, what's happening at the moment?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, it was an idea of mine I've had for quite a while, really, maybe 12 months or so. Um, yeah, I've been a part of a few racing leagues um, since, I guess, maybe 2017. Yeah, I feel like some are uh, run pretty well, and others could be better. But yeah, I just I've kind of always liked being being an organizer type type thing and. I met a lot of lot of lot of people through online racing um, in those previous leagues and made made good friends. So I thought I'd give it give it a go and start my own league and and see where where it ended up. So I guess a month or two, probably yeah, probably two months before F1 2019 came out, I decided to give it a give it a go. So came up with a name and a logo and you know created all the channels and stuff like that and started to to get put fields out there for drivers um and to see who was interested and 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 then came up with some i guess some leagues or we we've actually I've I've called them series rather than leagues but you know they they are the same thing came up with some ones that are like maybe a little bit different um to what's out there as far as the competition goes so uh yeah the regional uh, um series uh, which includes the Pacific series Oceania and Asia, I guess, um, that region, which you and I are both racing. Um, and then there's the European series and America's series, obviously for those regions as well. I, I think the idea was still to have a, a, a more of a global series on, on weekends and have that as kind of the main series. But as, as it progressed, I, I realized that actually more people are interested in the regional racing. Or liked that idea at least equally so yeah um, it's it's been interesting to see what people have signed up for Um, yeah some people have signed up for one or the other or both and obviously we've started the regional regional series a couple of weeks ago we just had round two this week and um, I've actually just made an announcement today that the global series will be starting next weekend it was due to start this weekend but um yeah, I've just had a lot of my a lot of my plate the last uh week or so and I haven't been able to spend as much time organizing as I would have liked. So I feel like a, a delaying it a week is um is the right thing to do and it's going to be a bit more organized to start next week, but uh yeah, a lot of other leagues are starting this weekend as well, so that did come into my thinking um with pushing it back, so um, a lot of a lot of drive, drivers were concerned, or a lot of drivers I talked to were concerned that um, they'd be doing kind of at least two league races um, at the same track on yeah. the same day. Um, so yeah, we didn't didn't really want that to be um, an issue for people or to find it boring. So I think I think pushing it back a week is is a good move. Yeah. So it's it's going to be ready ready next week, and it's um, hopefully going to be as good as the. Regional series, I'm pretty confident. Um, but yeah, it's it's been it's been crazy how many drivers I've been able to sign up. I think uh, last check I had nearly 240 wow. signups um, w- across across all all the platforms. So that's PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PT. So. I would say probably half of those are a PS4. I I didn't think it would get that big. Just like as we were starting for the for a first season, um, I was actually aiming for maybe, you know, two or three PlayStation leagues and then maybe one league on Xbox and one on PC. But I think we're gonna have more, way more than that. Yeah. So it's been very like a pleasant surprise, the response or the positive response um, to the league, and I think. Um, I re- haven't really had any negative feedback so far and everyone everyone seems to be having a good time so yeah it's all happy days um, yeah. yeah it's been it's been going really well I think the the thing that
0: everyone likes the most about it Kate is for everyone no matter how how good or bad you are as long as you you um, kind of know a bit of etiquette it doesn't matter if you're the fastest guy out there or the slowest guy out there you can you can join in and enjoy yourself and i think that's been the biggest positive that everyone's taken out of it there are multiple tiers you're not going to get put up against uh somebody's miles better than you if you're a little bit poorer or you need more assists you can go down into the tier two and have a great time as well in terms of the weekend yeah, yeah i think everyone appreciates that how busy you are just you know, you see discord, how crazy busy it is. And I encourage anyone who's listening to this and and doesn't know about the league to, to jump onto the Facebook or, uh, and get an invite into the discord or join the discord and just find out what it's about. And, you know, we still do casual races that you can just jump in. If you're a bit, um, shy about getting straight into a league, you can race in those with us as well. Um, there's plenty of opportunities and, i know everyone appreciates what you're doing and on the weekends i'm sure going back a week is fine with everyone because like you said it changes the races up a little bit and i think everyone would prefer that you started 100 percent ready than if you half started and you weren't quite ready then it it can fall apart a little bit sometimes so it's better to, to hit the ground running i guess
1: yeah exactly that's 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 um yeah that's definitely my thinking behind it um so yeah, I'm pretty excited for it to start uh, next weekend. So we've had got a, got some drivers that aren't in the um any of the regional series that have been pretty patient in waiting for that to start. So mm. yeah, not long, but uh yeah, it it'll be good. But yeah, if you hit the nail on the head there, like we we do cater for everyone and different different levels of, of of racing and that's kind of what it's what it's all about bringing people together of, of similar interests and um I guess it's I guess it's a hobby racing F1 games. So yeah. uh yeah'm I'm, I'm pretty pretty happy we can create a community and a platform for, to bring people people together to have a good time and really have a sense of that they belong to something as well is important I think
0: yeah and the, and the, the having the channels where I can chat I think is is been really good as well especially after the races like they just explode with people telling their stories about what happened to them and and things like that yeah and, yeah people should realize that not all tier two are, uh streamed because you know you need a lot of commentators to do every single tier and but the tier ones mm. are streamed and you know oh, i watched oceana pacific region tier one on tuesday night and that was such a great race the midfield battle in there that race was outstanding like so, wasn't it yeah yeah, they really? they had more discipline than real F one drivers going around late. It was wheel to wheel racing, and neither one gave an inch, but neither one, you know, pushed each other around. It was it was a really good um, battle going on there. People should also know that so the regional series are on weeknights, and the global series are on the weekends. So it depends. Yeah. How, there's something for everyone and how your life looks like I can't race on the weekend. So I'm quite happy to be racing in the regional on, on a Tuesday night. I, it's pretty, I can routinely make that night. So that's how it suits me. Someone else might be completely different. So I do encourage everyone to get on board, have a look, um, and just say hello to everyone and, and get racing,
1: I guess. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So Tuesday nights are the re- regional, so that's all, all local time. So, um, local to the region, um, and and yeah, the global series has kind of p- picked a few time slots across the weekend that suit multiple time zones to try and get people from all different parts of like all over the world basically um, to race together. So yeah, that's that's the plan behind it. There there are a couple more series in the pipeline, but uh, I think they're definitely um, on the back burner for now. Once um, concentrating on getting the global series up and running but once the uh f2 2019 cars are in the game which i think is possibly later this month um or early september i'll be looking at looking at doing a uh f2 f2 series as well and a and a classic car series where there will be a kind of like a random calendar of not just classic cars but classic tracks kind of associated with a classic car so um where that classic car kind of had a really like historic moment or like a great win or something like that so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit different uh a different classic car at each track yeah, that sounds so, really cool um yeah just for a bit of just for a bit of variety as well but um yeah i think they're probably uh, a month or so away at least
0: <laughs> yeah no it sounds great i mean yeah you've got a lot going on at the moment and a few people are helping you out but that that sounds like a really good idea I, I haven't heard of that before so that'll be really interesting and f2 will add another element that i'm sure people will just want to have a race to see how it goes and uh it'll be interesting to see how many people we can get into that one and get them racing so we've had two races in the regional series how how have you been racing a top of the standings at the bottom how are you going
1: um, I think I'm somewhere towards the top. So, yeah, I'm in the Pacific Series on PS4, um, Tier 1 for that one, and I got a podium first first round, so I finished finished third in Australia. And then in Bahrain, I probably should have got a podium, but I really stuffed up the strategy a little bit. I qualified on the softs and um, couldn't take them long enough in the, in the race to really go on to the hards. To do a one stop, so I had to do a two stop, and and lost out to some guys on one stops, and I finished fourth. So I've got a third and a fourth at the moment, which is not too too bad. So, I think that maybe puts me second or third in the standings. I'm not That's too sure, good. but amazing hour F1 or F1 amazing hour whichever way it is. Sorry, mate. Um, he's uh won both races pretty convincing, pretty convincingly. Is yeah, is certainly one of one of the quickest guys we have, and uh yeah he'll be he'll be a favorite for the um for the elite tier in the global series as well so um yeah it's very very tough to race we got like you said before though the midfield battle was pretty good in the pacific tier one like that the battle at bahrain between Stylin and, and Crossy f1 was epic i think they were wheels wheel for like 20 laps or something and like you said just like Complete respect, like racing hard, but yeah, I don't think they ever made contact. And uh, watching that race back, it was just a crazy battle, so yeah, kudos to those guys. That's the kind of racing we want to see every week, and I guess, yeah, long may that continue. We've seen some other good battles in some of the other um regional series as well. I've actually been commentating tier one of the European series, um, and yeah, we've had some bit of a mixed grid, some people making round one but not round two vice versa so hopefully round three we can get kind of all the drivers on the grid and have um, a bit more of battle battle going on but yes it's another great series um the Americas one is a similar story as well what we have had one driver again win both races so far uh SRB so uh yeah he seems to be on top there but uh, we've got VSR marez in that in that league as well so he's he's set some world records on time trial i'm pretty sure so he's uh he's definitely one of the quickest guys on ps4 yeah anyway um so i forgot to ask you how your races have been going
0: uh yeah so i unfortunately work or life got in the way and i couldn't race in the second race so um one of our fill-in drivers filled in for me so i appreciate that but um Yeah. yeah the first race it was really good i I'm not the quickest guy going around so I'm in tier 2 but still really enjoying um the the leagues. Um we we still have some spots in tier 2 so if anyone's listening to this and then want to jump on and and race on the PlayStation there's a couple of guys looking for a teammate that they don't have at the moment. So um yeah, I do I'd encourage you to do the sign up and and get involved. Um but yeah, in Australia I um As I said, not the quickest, but I tend not to go off. So, my whole strategy was if I stay on the black stuff, I should go all right. And uh, yeah, a few people just uh, fell in a hole and and smashed off the track, which sort of got me into the point. So, that was all right. And then, um, yeah, I wasn't able to race in Bahrain, which is a bit disappointing.
1: Well, yeah, you did. Sounds like you did all right. First race. That one was, uh, I think we did get that one up on YouTube. Uh, eventually someone um, we had one one guy able to commentate that so that was really good hopefully we can find some more commentators get some more races up there I know some of the Xbox guys have been asking if we got any Xbox commentators and uh, unfortunately we don't don't yet so uh yeah if, if you're listening and you are interested in doing any commentary on races then um please get in touch as well because yeah I think at the moment we've um, only got four four series out of 11 with commentators so yeah there's definitely um scope to get more uh races streamed on on youtube channel and um yeah obviously that's a great thing um to be able to share the the races and re-watch them which is pretty cool so yeah hopefully you can do more of that
0: yeah i mean if you fancy yourself as a bit of a commentator but you've you know you never really get the chance every all the commentators mm. are sort of come from racing or whatever this is just you know, your chance to to have a bit of fun and, and commentate a race and see how you go. Um uh, unfortunately yeah, I don't exactly. have an Xbox, otherwise I'd do the Xbox ones. But um Yeah. <laughs> uh, it,
1: it... Well yeah, sometimes sometimes I have more fun commentating a race. Like I love racing, but yeah, like a really good race to commentate on is is, is, is um is super fun. Um, for sure, especially when there's heaps of, heaps of battling going Yeah. yeah it's that... been pretty good so far, so
0: those guys sounded like they were having a ball on Tuesday with uh, that midfield battle. Like <laughs> they, yeah. we didn't even see much of you because we spent twenty laps watching them just go at it back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> it was,
1: it was exactly. hilarious. So, yeah, no, yeah, no They got to, they got to follow all the battling. That's, that's doesn't matter where it is on track.
0: All right. Well, we might wind it up. Um, it's been really good to to have a chat to you and get that first podcast in the can. I guess you could say. Um, Unfortunately, we're in summer break, so we won't have too much F1 to talk about. I'm thinking maybe we'll try and just slot one in before the F1 kicks off again, uh, just to talk about the esports. We'll see how the global global racing goes in in round one and how that that all kicked off and and what happened. And uh, yeah, if everyone wants to tune back in, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, it sounds really good. I think after after round one of the global series, we'll have plenty to talk about. Another round another round or two maybe of the uh regional series as well so um yeah there'll be plenty plenty of racing to discuss so yeah look forward to doing it again in uh, a couple of weeks and yeah if you came to join us for as as a guest as well to uh answer some questions and talk some racing then um get in touch
0: yeah 100 percent. i think we'll start getting some races on there to um maybe some post-race interviews things like that and we'll, we'll add those into the podcast mm. as well so all right. Well, thanks for your time, Plevs. And um, we'll see each other. Well, we won't see because we're on a podcast, but we'll talk to <laughs> each other and uh, hopefully everyone could tune in next time. Thanks, guys.